In the midst of doing all the things, you can do all things and chase your dreams. Stay encouraged as we go on this journey called life, tackling everything that comes our way while we shine our light despite any circumstances we face. No more downplaying or dimming your light because through the good, the bad, and everything in between, together we can encourage over everything. Grant yourself some grace is one of my favorite sayings. It's also one of my favorite reminders I give myself regularly. I used to beat myself up a lot over things from not crossing enough off of my 5,000 mile to-do list, (laughs) not doing enough, not knowing enough, and not doing something right. You know, we can be so hard on ourselves when we really need to be our own support system. I used to grade and judge myself harder than anybody else ever could, but I turned in my red pen that I once used to mark up all the places I went wrong to granting myself some grace. So let's talk through some common pitfalls and ways you can grant yourself some grace. A part of being gracious is also extending that grace to yourself. And this right here used to be one of my biggest downfalls because I have been my own worst critic for so, so long. And maybe you can relate to this because I do believe that, you know, from time to time we do need some tough love, but there is a way in which you can do that without totally tearing yourself down. And I think when being your own worst critic, it tends to go way left, (laughs) way more than we anticipated. So I really want to share some ways that you can start to grant yourself some grace. And I think that's why it's so hard to take feedback from other people, because it's like, you've already beat yourself down enough. And when somebody else comes in with some feedback that can, you know, use a little bit of improvement by then because you've already beat yourself down so long and so hard, any other feedback on top of that is just like the nail in the coffin. So I want to encourage you to really grant yourself some grace because I used to be the worst at this, especially when it came to my 5,000 mile list of things to do. You know, I love a good list, honey. I love a good list. But thank God for evolution (laughs) and finding some better options of handling those ways. I'm really thankful to have had a coach who really helped me to see that my worth is not defined by how many things I can cross off of an ever-growing list. I used to be that teacher with the red pen every day looking at an impossible list and giving myself an F for not completing it all. I mean, why I thought I was supposed to do the same as what God does in a day is beyond me. (laughs) But hey, you know, give me a well. (laughs) If this is you too, because I don't know, I think I might just recognize you as well because we may have been in the same boat a time or two. (laughs) Our brain naturally defaults to the worst. And that can even mean the worst in ourselves. 
So instead of tearing ourselves down, let's dedicate this next span of life to supporting ourselves. And you can start from recognizing the season you are in. Sometimes we're holding ourselves to this same standard we use to get to where we are, not recognizing this season requires a new set of standards. You know, maybe you're used to handling things in a certain kind of way. You have a default system or a coping strategy that you've always used, but this time those old ways just aren't cutting it. Like I used to be that pick yourself up by the bootstraps kind of chick, you know, the take a licking and keep on ticking kind of girl. But when my mom passed away, that just wasn't working. I was completely broken. Those old ways of managing hardship or heartbreak just weren't doing the trick. That season required me to level up my coping strategy. I needed new tools and resources to handle that level of trauma. So take a look around and recognize the season that you're in. Whip out your journal and answer these questions. Do your current ways of handling this type of situation still work? How is this season different? Do you need new tools, new resources? Who do you need to ask for help? You know, when you find yourself in a new territory, there's no need to panic. It's often just an invitation to level up in some way. This episode is sponsored by One Hope. Looking to liven up your Zoom ladies night in or take your virtual happy hour to new heights? DM me, cheers, to find out how to have a virtual wine tasting party. One Hope offers a variety of fabulous wine selections and a proceed from every bottle is donated to charity. Tasty wine and champs from Napa's Best can be delivered to your door just in time for your next virtual happy hour. Your girls can enjoy from One Hope while contributing to your favorite charity. DM me, cheers, or click the link in show notes to get started today. If there is one thing that is for sure, change is guaranteed in this life and we'll all experience it. There will be changes in your career, your work, your relationships. What's on the dollar menu? (laughs) There will even be changes in you and what you used to like or be okay with. It can change. And that one change can be what knocks down that series of dominoes that creates additional change. So no matter what change you're dealing with, if it's a hard season recognize it, call it out. You know, you have been served up a crap sandwich that you didn't order. So just having that awareness of this season is what it is, puts you in a better position to deal with it. Allow yourself to experience the season. It can be easy to want to shy away from it because it's hard or unknown, but allow yourself to honor the season for what it is. When you resist or fight change, it just makes it harder for the change to happen. And let's face it, the change is going to happen regardless. You know, this season is here right now and it's going to be here for however long it's here. But what you can control during this change is how you see it and respond to it. And allow yourself not to operate at the same levels you are used to. 
Some seasons knock you out the game. That's just what happens sometimes. You may have been used to running at a certain pace or with a certain stride, and now you can't run as hard as you used to. I like to call this the superhuman versus human momentum because, you know, when you hold yourself to a certain standard of operating at this superhuman level, somehow when you can only operate at the human level, it's like there's this huge disappointment that comes with not being able to handle everything at the superhuman rate. So, you know, when things are clicking on all cylinders, like you're in flow, your routine is running smooth, the stars are all aligned, and your world is on cruise control, then all of a sudden, your rhythm is off, the routine is off, mistakes are happening, and you have to be really hands-on. So here is where you really have to grant yourself some grace. Because although there are times when you can operate at that superhuman level, sometimes life happens and it will remind you, you are human. It's okay to forget things, to run late, to make a mistake, or have a whole conversation on mute, then to realize that you were on mute and now you got to try to repeat what you said, (laughs) but you done dropped some straight gems. (laughs) And now your paraphrasing doesn't seem to sound as good as all that knowledge you just dropped. I mean, (laughs) does it sound like I'm speaking from experience here? (laughs) But allow yourself to be human. You may not feel strong this season or capable, prepared, or even easy to be around. You may not even feel like you're able to handle what you're facing. And that's okay. You are human, and if you are lucky, you'll get a chance to experience many human emotions, good and bad, in this lifetime. But guess what? It means you get to feel. If you felt nothing, you'd miss out on feeling love and happiness and all of the good stuff. So you've got to feel that contrast in order to know when things feel really good. Know that it is okay to operate from your current place of capacity. If you can't do all the things that you're used to doing, it's okay to scale back. If you can't do it all right now, that's okay. You can always reevaluate later if it's something that you can pick up at a later time. But whenever you overexceed your capacity, you create overwhelm and set yourself up for failure. You know, sometimes... You want to be everybody's everything, but that can't be at the expense of being nothing to yourself. So put your own mask on first and then help everybody else out. Recognize your own limitations and then operate from them. Your well-being truly depends on it. And then I want to talk about this next idea of being a humble student I've heard Dean Graziosi talk a lot about starting small. He says, and I'm really paraphrasing here, that the reason that people don't start small is because they're scared of being seen as starting small. And in coaching folks for over 18 years now, a lot of folks that I have worked with have really been so hard on themselves because when they first start learning something new, 
they're truly giving themselves a hard time about it. And it stems from getting to that comfort zone where you've mastered things and you've gained all the confidence from, you know, being the greatest to do certain tasks, but you forget where and how you started. And we all start from humble beginnings. This is really that place where you have to be a humble student. You don't have to know how to get everything exactly right all the time. You don't have to know everything. You don't even have to do everything perfectly the first time or even the first several times. But you can practice. You can give yourself a chance to learn and work to get it right. You can believe in yourself and remember that if you've learned hard things before, you can learn this too. I mean, remaining a humble student really means that you are in learning mode and you make it a way of life. In this space, you leave room to learn new things all the time instead of closing yourself off by thinking you know it all already. I think I know a few teenagers who need to be listening to this part of the episode. (laughs) Anywho, if you are embarking on new territory, grant yourself some grace. We don't get an email every day that tells us how to live this day. And shoot, even if we did, would we read it (laughs) or do what it says? I mean, okay, I feel like I can really digress and go down a Letty Lane really quick right here. (laughs) But DM me if you really want to get into that into another episode. Anywho, let me get back on track. For additional support with these topics and to work with me one-on-one, <laughs> get your free strategy session by leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. Take a screenshot and DM me on Instagram at Encourage Over Everything. Let's design a plan to eliminate the overwhelm, maximize your action, and support you as you chase your dreams while doing all the things. Go easy on yourself. I get it. I used to judge myself based on how many things I could check off of my never-ending to-do list. And even though I understand lists have a purpose and they can be good for a lot of things, (laughs) each one does not have to be even longer than the other and join forces to become the list of doom. That good old self-sabotage trick where you set unrealistic expectations for yourself, knowing good and dang on well, (laughs) you're not going to get all that done. (laughs) And then you beat yourself up because, I don't know, you didn't get it done. Yeah, something tells me you know the one. (laughs) I really had to flip the script on how I was thinking through that. Now, For a fact, I don't have any more 5,000 mile long to-do list because I was creating my own overwhelm. I was trying to do too much instead of being intentional and strategic about what I needed to do and really just making a plan and working my plan. So some of my favorite tips are to focus on three things that you need to do today. And if you can get to one, hallelujah. (laughs) 
And even if all three roll into tomorrow, it's okay. Give yourself an A for effort because today must have been a doozy if you couldn't get to even one thing that you planned. That doesn't make you a failure. It makes you human. So if you've made it through another day, you still living and breathing, honey, that's a win. (laughs) Next, just realize The list is just a gauge to keep you on track wherever possible to back up your intention with action because that's how you make stuff happen. So when life happens, get your journal out and write out how do you respond when life happens? How do you show up? What kind of effort did you put into the day? And one of my favorite questions I ask myself is, did I live into this day or did I just go through the motions responding recklessly and letting life live me? Now, as long as you can answer those questions, you're good to go. You know, if you feel good about those answers, sweet. But if not, be honest with yourself about why that is. You know, why were you not focused and disciplined enough today? Did you scroll too much social media? (laughs) You know, take accountability and ownership of those choices and recognize you probably needed some downtime to just veg. That's right. It's not an opportunity to beat yourself up about being off task, but be aware, look around, take inventory. Have you been doing your self-care? Have you been taking breaks and having me time when you're supposed to? Probably not. (laughs) So grant yourself some grace and plan for a better tomorrow. On those days, I like to tell myself, L, girlfriend, sweetie, muffin cake. (laughs) You need it this time today to disconnect. Now, my beloved, you've got some work to do and tomorrow is a new day. So what loving things can you say to yourself when you've had a day that didn't go according to plan? The negative self-talk and judgment for not doing it all just creates that unsettling feeling of not doing enough. It doesn't have to be a way of life. The world may not be kind to you. Some people may not be kind to you, but you can choose to be kind to yourself. So go easy on yourself. Let's make self-compassion the new norm. And oh my gosh, please have some faith. (laughs) Things always work out. You may not know how or when, but one thing I do know to be true is things always work out. Maybe you need your faith restored and you need to reconnect to God, your creator, the source, or whomever it is that you believe in. But having that spiritual connection, it really gives you that security and safety and grounds you back to knowing who you truly are. So have faith in yourself. Take a moment right now, place your hand to heart and know that you are going to make it through. You can do hard things. And you have a track record for overcoming hard things over and over and over again. In those moments when you are not feeling strong enough, it's those moments I always go back to Philippians 4.13. I can do all things 
through Christ who strengthens me. And that right there is proof. You don't have to have the strength yourself to get through because you can tap into Christ who strengthens you. Lean into and on your faith. You may not know how, you may not know when, but you can rest assured everything will be all right. So to sum it all up, grant yourself some grace. My friend, you don't have to be perfect. You are a human being. You are going to go through some changes. So be kind to yourself during the process. There's no need to further tear yourself down when you are in a position of power to build yourself up. So go easy on yourself. Cut yourself some slack. Show yourself more compassion. The more love and kindness and compassion you can show yourself, the more you open the door for more of that to come into your life. So recognize the season you are in. It might be hard right now. You might not be able to operate at that superhuman level you are used to operating at. But operating at a human level is just as good, especially when that's all you got and you can't pour from an empty cup. Don't be afraid to be seen as starting small or give yourself a hard time for not knowing it all or doing everything right. Remain a humble student will help you to remain open to learning new things and always willing to continue to fine tune your craft. Speak lovingly to yourself because you deserve it. And if you don't speak lovingly to yourself, how do you expect anyone else to? You set the bar. And most of all, have faith in God and yourself and those around you and humanity and believe that everything will be okay. So don't forget to recognize just how awesome you are. You done been through some things <laughs> and maybe you're going through some things right now, but grant yourself some grace through it all. So encourage over your grace because together we can encourage over everything. tuning in. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Please take a moment to leave a review. All you have to do is rate by lighting me up with some stars (laughs) and leave a few words. If you share this episode, let me thank you in advance for sharing positive messages because we all know some peeps in our lives who could use an extra dose of encouragement. And I'm throwing virtual confetti right now to celebrate you for finishing this episode. I don't know about you, but I'm not ready for this to end. (laughs) So if you want more, check out theshow.encourageovereverything.com for literally all things Encourage Over Everything. Stay connected and join the email list. Get that VIP treatment by being the first to know all the happenings and get encouragement sent right to your inbox. Theshow.encourageovereverything.com has everything that you're looking for from show notes and all of the info on today's sponsors. And if you are looking to connect with other fellow encouragers, be sure to join my exclusive community (laughs) at the Encourage Over Everything Facebook group. 
I can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. Remember, there isn't anything that we can't get through because together we can encourage over everything.